Coming up, Weird Animal Kingdom. Welcome to the CWDW Near and Far podcast, where we explore the perspectives of the Walt Disney World Resort from 10 to 1,000 miles away. I am Mike the Far in this equation. And I'm John the Near. As I said, we will be discussing Weird Animal Kingdom, and in our discussion today, we will talk a little bit about what that means and elaborate on weird disney and animal kingdom but first john how did your week in the parks go well i only went to one park this week and um we considered you know yet yesterday was another day we could have went to the parks and i was telling uh mike before the podcast that my wife was talking with a former co-worker there and just did not after talking with her did not feel like going to disney world i'm not going to elaborate on it as for fear of uh disappearing but (laughs) let's just somebody somebody maybe (laughs) let's just say after talking with her about what's been going on at her job we neither of us really were in the mood to go to disney and again i'm going to disney again i'll probably go sunday and you know, but in you know, oh, a little side note too. Unless something changes, like you know, this is obviously out of my control. Um, Sunday the nineteenth, I'm going to be riding Tron with cast members. Oh wow, cool! So, and again, basically, it's not me. My daughter has lots of friends, and one of her closest friends was a cast member and my daughter was like i don't know if i'm gonna be able to go but she was gonna bring me i said well if you can't or i should say my wife said tell her if she can't that she should take your dad and i was like i wasn't gonna ask but so she did and she asked another of her cast member friends who wasn't bringing that many people if i could go and she said yeah you can go like that's fine so I'm sure things could fall apart, but as of now, I'm going to be riding Tron on the 19th. And they started previews today, so it's not exactly quick into it. But anyway, so that's the good news. Um, Did they announce uh, any previews for um, pass holders yet or anything no, like that? No, I mean, no. I haven't heard anything or saw anything about it. No, they didn't yet. Um, I'm waiting. But again, this gives me a little cushion that if I don't get that one, I definitely had one. And I, I'll probably get that too. There's no reason I can't. But in the past, Disney has set it up that it's like, oh, if you were working and you didn't see an email between 10 and 10.15, you're not getting in. It's like, oh, man. 
that could easily happen to me too. And the last time I got lucky because I saw it online and quick went and I'm like, if I had the kind of job like at a hospital or something where I can't just look at my Instagram whenever I feel like it, I would not, I would have missed it in a heartbeat. So again, I'm lucky, but they really need to fix the way that goes because it's not fair. Even people who work at theme parks, they can't, or they're not supposed to be looking at their phone like that and stuff too. So again, I'm, I'm not saying that Disney because they already have theirs, but say you work at Universal or something, it's a good chance you just can't do it. So there's nothing you can do. But anyway, on Monday, I uh, we went to Universal. And it was pretty warm on Monday. It was probably like 80 degrees. And I have my new um, Insta360 camera. You can see it there a little bit. I, I've been experimenting with this. There's a lot that I had to learn because there's ways that it works. Like if you click the button, it, it goes to a certain default, has to be programmed out. Like the first time I went, I was recording things and it was not the way I wanted it. So there was a learning curve with it. But anyway, I wanted to try it out and it's waterproof. So, you know, we'll get into this a little bit, but... I wanted to ride the water rides there again, which I haven't done since the summer. Um, at first, my wife was like, you want me to ride with you and stuff? And then I told her, well, I'm sure they don't heat this water. And uh, it's been cold in Florida, so it's not going to be warm <laughs> anymore. And yeah, it wasn't. Um, I, I'm sure I was kind of shocked as the water hit me. But <laughs> so So we got in. Um, we got there around 4.49, it looks like. Um, we decided to go. My my wife was nice enough to go with me anyway, just because she's a nice person, and she held my stuff. But I was going to say, the first thing that I did was ride the Hulk with it. And I don't have the widescreen version, which I don't know why exactly. I have it on here. It's not uploaded yet, but you can get an idea how nice that camera looks. Like, that's some nice looking stuff there. Yeah, it is, man. And uh, I, 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 I do have the 9x16 version. And this camera, too, is you can recorded in pro mode which allows you to change it from um, 9 by 16 and 16 by 9 depending on what you want to use it for and you can adjust the colors you can pull pictures from it and right now this is on my wrist so i have a silicone wrist holder which makes it look like a watch because you're not allowed to record it universal technically like you can't bring a camera on but People have watches all the time, and this thing is so small that it looks like a watch. Let me show you. You can see it here. Mm -hmm. It's less than an inch, lays weighs less than an ounce, and it fits right in this thing, which goes on my wrist then. So, again, don't tell anybody because... Uh, uh, people always ask what I use, and the problem is if everybody knows... Universal will just stop you from do doing it, you know. If a couple people get in with it, they'll be like, 
They're like, I'm not sure about what's on his wrist, but they'll let it go. Oh, and I'm probably not allowed to record Tron on the 19th, but my watch might be on. I don't know. Well, I got to check. If, if the person getting me in tells me do not do it, I kind of have to listen because I they're doing me a favor and that would be really bad of me. So I may not record anything on it, but if I can, I'll click that button. So we'll see though. Again, I won't. Uh, the 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 person who's getting me in is actually somebody who who works behind the scenes, who's worked with Imagineers and opening rides and figures out how to run the queues and all that. They were they were involved with Ratatouille. They did Guardians. I don't think they were involved in Tron, but they literally. It, and again, if they tell me don't do it. I'm not going to be that guy. So it's going to, I'm going to be mad though that I the missed opportunity, <laughs> but I won't. Well, I, it, I mean, worst case scenario is you get to come back on the podcast and talk about yeah. your experience, you know? Yeah, I can still talk. And when it comes time for pass holders, I can, they, they, I can do whatever I want at that point. You ought to ask that. Well, you should ask that person to see if there's any way you can get invited to media previews going forward. Well, they're not that high up, although, you know, they're, they, they know a lot of people, but again, they're not really my friend is the other problem. I gotcha. <laughs> it's my daughter's friend and her friend's friend. And it's not, I never even would have asked her to go. My daughter's friend asked their other friend, can I get in under them? And she said, sure. But again, I, I'm. I'm not like that. I don't like to ask anybody anything. So I'm not a big favor asker. So anyway, we saw it before, but there's there's a good close-up of the new sign at Universal. Yeah. yeah I think it looks so good. good. Yeah. The old so one good. seemed a little cooler, but this one's bright and nice. I don't I'm just glad they did something because I have a too. silver a silver bars with holes in it is was not really so doing it. Yeah. I mean, that's something Disney would do, you know, the silver bar with holes in it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we got there. Um, we went to the first thing I did was the Hulk, which I just showed you. And I did that because I have Express after four and we got there around 4.49. So then our next stop was uh, Dudley Do-Right's Ripsaw Falls. And I know you can't see it, but that's a five-minute wait there. Wow. It's uh, And again, here's a good tip for you. If you like these kind of rides, do it on a warm winter day because it was hot out that day. Like, it was probably like 80 degrees. And people were not in the line because winter water rides they just they just don't do it and again in the summer this would probably be a solid two hour wait or more like who knows like they it's really popular when it's warm out so um but like i was saying before once i told my wife about the possibility of cold water soaking you she's like yeah i'll hold the bag i'm not interested <laughs> so that's that's where we went with that and I I can say um, as I went on, um, 
I had ridden in the front row just, you know, like a couple months earlier when I went there in the summer. I went in the front row and they told me, I don't know. They they basically said, you may be too tall. I don't know if you'll fit in the front. And I said, yeah, I'm, I'll try it. I fit in the front perfectly fine. It was quite comfortable. I had no issue getting in out. It was it was very comfortable because if it if it would have been real tight, I would have been claustrophobic and not you know I don't like that so but anyway I went in and I told them I asked for the front and the team member said you're too tall row two mm. and there's the door it starts anyway he said you're too tall go to row two and I told him I was just on this a couple months ago I'm not too tall I fit great in row one he said, you're too tall, row two. And I kind of just squinted my eyes a little and I went to row two. They didn't seat anybody in row one though, so it was just as good for me. Yeah, that's good. Well, at least that happened. I mean, at least you're able to get the uh, get that perspective anyways. So. Yeah, but it's a little bit weirder. Like you can spot my legs here and there. And I didn't, I didn't, luckily I wasn't using a normal camera. So being, having somewhere to hide your camera away from the constant water all over it was great for the front too. So if you had your iPhone out, as you come upon a part where water's just pouring down at you, you can go under and then back up because you're not supposed to record this either. So that's another thing. I used my Insta360, which is waterproof. The case is not, but if you take it out, I put this little thing here, which you can see, it clips on your hat. Mm -hmm. So I had my hat in my hand, actually this very hat. And as we started to go, I put my hat on, which has this camera on, which began recording in high definition from my perspective. And they have cameras all over this ride. So if you were trying to record, they would come on the loudspeaker and tell you to put that camera away. Um, this worked. And I'm going to do a whole YouTube video, a whole ride through of it. Because I looked before. They're hard to find. I found one old one. So I'm going to put that on YouTube because, you know, it's a, it's a good thing to have on there. It's, I don't know where the heck that even is yeah well anyway i recorded the entire ride and it looks like none of them are available to see but anyway um, you get absolutely drenched on this ride still and um and, and the water is cold so when it first gets you i was kind of getting yeah. that you know getting that splash of it stuff and uh, anyway back to my story about the 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 guy i i i try to be nice to team members obviously and i do prefer them most of the time but man this guy really he, he wasn't being real nice about the fact that i <laughs> that I did this before. So, um, yeah, I can't say I was happy about that because if 
somebody would have went in front of me. It kind of would have messed up the whole thing. And I literally planned this entire thing from my house to there. I brought a change of clothes. I did all this stuff. So to have him just yell, no, you're too tall. And again, I know I'm not too tall, but in his defense, he deals with crazy people every day <laughs> who think they know everything and I, I assume that there's no way to tell the difference between me and the other crazy people who think they know everything. And yeah, so I literally just put this in my thing again, and it's simply not there. Hmm. Maybe it's a different type of file or something. That, uh... Well, it's in the normal. It's just not in the shared. But I'm going to leave that alone now um on my there will be a full video of this on my youtube i did some clips on uh, facebook and instagram already um it's definitely an interesting ride i like i said this is one of the few rides that i actually watched myself meaning i watched the whole thing and thought it was just crazy like the the weirdness of it is crazy so the next thing i did while i was completely soaked was go over to popeye and bluto's bilge yard rats whatever it's called and that one um yeah here's a here's a little clip but that one was I was able to get my own raft and I, I literally told them I would prefer my own raft because I want to record and you're allowed to record on this one apparently. Oh. So again, I did my hat on here, but I also brought my, uh, my GoPro max, which is this one here. Uh -huh. So this thing, Unfortunately, the battery died halfway through for this because when you take it off of here, it's so small. There's only so much battery in there. You know, it doesn't even set off the metal detectors at Universal, so there's it 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 can't go that long. But anyway, I got more than enough with my my iPhone and my uh, GoPro. So there's olive oil spitting water at you. So I did this, and the cool thing about this one was on my second trip around, um, hold on one second. Yeah, I, I'm going to go uh, ask my dad. Yep, no problem. And while we're taking a little bit of a break here from uh while john takes care of his dogs uh, just a reminder that later in the show we will be talking about uh the weird animal kingdom weird disney and animal kingdom what separates animal kingdom as a disney park yeah. from other sorry other parks. i've been listening no problem i've i've been listening to our show lately and my little dogs are just creating havoc and they're getting in the habit of as soon as i start to stream they just start to yell and again there's no reason they're literally sitting in my bedroom on the bed right now just i don't know looking 
for, and I literally work at this desk all day. So this is basically what I always do. It's just when I stream, the barking starts. And my goodness, I, I, I've, I've been listening back and it's frustrating me and they're my dogs. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry about that. And no problem. So I went on the Popeye and Bluetooth. When I came back around, the team member said, he said, you want to go on again? And I looked, I was completely drenched. I was like, I might as well. <laughs> so I, I went around again, and this time I recorded uh, horizontally on my GoPro. I knew that the thing was not work working, so. But I just basically got more footage, because why not? Um, so that's going to be on YouTube, too. The whole, the whole ride of some form or another I'm going to put on. And I was thinking with YouTube, as cameras evolve, I guess it's good to have new vi vid videos because even the Hulk, I can get a much better video than I previously had from camera glasses. So. Mm -hmm. And I say, I'm not talking about the, uh, you know, my new Insta360 on any of my social media. I'm talking about it here because we don't have that many viewers yet. So I figured it's safe. But don't tell anybody that. I do think you left the cat out of the bag, though. Sorry. I mean, you you let them know now they're going to be watching for you in the park. So I hope not. But it, again, if everybody tries to bring one on and they start dropping them all over the floor and stuff, it's going to be a problem because they're they're so small. If you don't have it thought through properly, you could drop that a lot easier than you could your phone. And they're going to be like, stop the ride. I don't know where my camera is. It's like, they're going to be like, what camera? So they're going to start to ban that. That's why I don't want just everybody to do it. Because, uh, again, everybody probably won't do it. But it, it's like the social media thing. Um, people are beginning to hate influencers because they see people all over the parks talking to their cameras, filming, just making a ruckus, talking on rides and it, it, it people see what they like and then they all imitate it so again people do do that with videotaping sometimes too i've been recording rides for probably about 20 years now ever since digital cameras came out my first one had a wrist strap and i i recorded expedition everest with a digital camera in like 2004 with a wrist strap you know it's like i i've been doing it forever and not that i can't drop stuff too but so the next thing we did after I I uh, I went into the bathroom after my second ride on Popeyes, wrung my clothes out into the <laughs> sink, literally just water pour and and changed, and then I came back out. It was that actually worked out well, um, but I should have brought a plastic bag to put in my bag because the water was dripping from my backpack onto my feet as I'm walking. Then so that's how wet it was. But, you know, it wasn't bad, though. Bring a change of clothes, and these rides are really worth doing. Like I said, I, I didn't regret it at all. I thought it was fun and well worth the footage. So, But anyway, my next ride was Velocicoaster. And the problem with Velocicoaster is I really wanted to get a good video of it. But the problem is it was getting late. So... I mean, this was at 
a little after six and it was like a 35 minute wait. So by the time I got on Velocicoaster, it was pretty much dark. And, and honestly, it's not terrible at night, like, but it's hard to tell what's going on on a video at night. Cause, um, this thing, it, there isn't great with, uh, nighttime stuff. And again, it's not terrible, but it just starts to be flashing lights all over. Like, I don't even know what's going on. It's like, it, it gets to be difficult to see. So during the day though, man, this would have been pretty awesome. And again, yeah, it's, you can tell it's meant to be a daytime camera. It's just the shutter yeah. isn't designed for night vision. Well, when you have a one ounce camera, you got to take yeah. what you can get. So, but I was, uh, you know, uh, I, I needed to get to this earlier. So I need to go back. I'll probably ride the Hulk again just because I can and try another video on that. And then uh, I need to get Velocicoaster during the day. Hagrid's I don't really need because I've already got that countless times with my phone at really good quality. So there's no need to, to do that. So. But again, uh, one negative about Velocicoaster, they have only one out of the three trains actually has the lights on, meaning hmm. the glowing blue lights. So that drives me nuts because it makes it difficult to uh, makes it difficult to see too. Um, and what I mean by that is, look how nice with the blue lights. See all those lights mm -hmm. on there. Mm -hmm. On the other ones, those lights aren't working. Those blue glowing lights. So it's just dark. And that really stinks because the video and photography of the glowing blue lights just looks awesome. you know. And I have a feeling if I would have got the car with the glowing lights, it might have looked a little better too. The video would have had a little bit of light to try to use, you know. But yeah. Again... I own the camera. I have passes. I will be back. Um, I need to get Rip Ride Rocket yet too. That's it. Oh yeah. That one I never got good. I got it with the glasses already, but it didn't look very good. Very shaky with that. And th this has video stabilization, so it, it'll, it works much better. So after that, we just kind of walked out. Um, there's the greatest, according to theme park. And, uh, it is do you, good. do you think they'll have that up there on that sign forever or you know i can't I mean, believe it's still there it's like a permanent i i almost it, it just it's kind of like a joke but at the same time yeah the food is really good i'm like that's what got me i ate there and my wife myself and my daughter all loved the food that we got so I really want to go back again. So, and it is a popular place. Um, this is taken with the iPhone 14 um, under the raw photos. I've been doing that a lot. You can see how much you can zoom in and maintain um, detail. So mm. you can really see detail with this thing. So my iPhone 14, I have so many raw photos and I'm paying a lot more for storage right now too, because I, I, 
everything's so big. All my files are huge anymore. Between HDR, 4K, raw photos, it's like my Amazon bill's going up. So, yeah, I got a couple. It's Universal's really pretty at night. It is. The pictures and stuff. So, and I, 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 I like these retro looking shirts like that. It was a nice one. I don't wear them, but I, I thought it looked nice. Um, yeah, I like that one too. They have a Dr. Hammond plush. <laughs> I thought that was cool. That is cool. <laughs> it's a plush. It's like so weird. But Where's his cool. cane? They need a cane. Does yeah, he have a cane? Have a cane. He's sp spared no expense. Spared right? <laughs> so yeah, and from there, just kind of walked out. There's the lighthouse. Very pretty at night. And again, this new camera can take stills from the from the photos too when you use the, the the pro version so and again they're not super high quality but high I enough think they that are. i can make that out pretty darn good like yeah i think is, it's a good picture actually that's 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 marvel superhero island from mm -hmm. the hulk who else is taking that picture it may not be yeah. the best man it's pretty cool pretty cool to see so Anyway, I think that is about it for my uh, Universal, for my day at Universal Park. I guess we can go on to our uh, main topic. And again, I didn't go to any other parks. Um, yeah, just wasn't in the mood for Disney. I don't know if I've been back to Disney since... Splash Mountain was closed, you know? Yeah. And I keep yeah. saying that the news people are driving me nuts. They're like, another bolt was taken out of Splash Mountain. Breaking yeah, news. I'm like, constant. I know. I, I hate being reminded of it every day. I was still going to post Splash Mountain, at least on Saturdays, because I like Splash Mountain. They usually do well. But again, every day, another this a, a, a sign is going up because they know that it starts people up that it energizes people and that gets them views and gets people talking and that's why yeah. it's controversial right it now. it does but again tiana foods that just huh tiana yeah. foods i'm like that's that's imagineering it's like they sure are you you imagineering used to be so deep that I didn't even know what they were talking about. They'd be like, well, technically, if you look at this and then the history of that, and it goes back into this. So that's why we named it that. And it's like, now it's like Tiana Food, food company. It's like, mm -hmm. yeah, all right. Pretty simple, food. I mean, you're talking about the company that records the uh, Christmas parade before Thanksgiving. So, you know, and then, and then edits it and tries to make it look like it's uh, live with a bunch of canned well, responses me, and canned crowd noise too, in the background. I did click on some of these articles and now, and again, I did no research. I don't plan on doing any research because I honestly just don't care anymore. The ride that I liked went away. Beating up on the new ride's not really going to do a lot for me. But there's a lot of people in there posting um, research papers about 
that salt mine company that they're saying is Tiana's too, and how that that was directly had had issues of slave abuse and this and that, and I'm like, and the people are basically like, wait a vet out your names or stuff. It's like, and again, I don't even give a crap really at this point. It's not bringing back the rabbit. So again, you can, it, it really doesn't even matter to me. But I do think it's ironic though that they trip all over themselves trying to trying to prove points that they end up doing the opposite. You know. I agree. I agree. So, anyway. Yeah. Why don't so let's move on to our discussion, John, and why don't you explain a little bit about what we mean with uh, this whole strange uh theme park strange disney yeah and and what i mean about that it's not necessarily strange but and and for people that didn't listen to the other ones basically when i first started going to disney world i i i didn't love the parks because you know the movies i love and ip and this and that i grew up in a house where we did not have the disney channel i never visited walt disney world as a kid so when I did finally go to the parks at the age of like 20, it wasn't the IP or movies or whatever that made me love it. It was that weird Disney vibe. And the reason we started talking about it was Splash Mountain was really a part of that because I didn't even know it had a movie, but it was just such a weird ride. Like those songs I heard nowhere else in my life, those characters I've never heard of them. And again, I wasn't a Disney guy. Epcot had loads of that stuff too. Like I went on the original journey into imagination. And I was like, that was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, that's just crazy stuff going on everywhere. And to me, it wasn't like, oh, my favorite movies from childhood. It was that was weird and i really liked it i would have gone that again and spaceship earth was like i was like oh yeah that was so weird i and then when i got home my only real memories of the trip were the weird parts which were just so unique to the disney parks and you know we were talking last week about uh the magic kingdom and it turns out there's plenty of weird left (laughs) which I wasn't even thinking of, but you kept going one thing after the next. So it turns out lots of weird there. So we decided we're going to continue on what at the animal kingdom would somebody who's not necessarily a Disney person, a Disney movie, a, a cartoon guy, is it still a park that they would like? And again, I have a daughter and I watched all the movies from when she was little until she didn't care about seeing them anymore. And I don't hate the movies or anything. I just never cared enough. Like, um, you know, I'd put on like, uh, I don't know, seven Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, um, um, Peter Pan, any of them. I never wanted to watch them enough to, not just walk away in like three minutes and being like, yeah, I'll watch it later. And again, I'm a grown adult. I really like horror movies. I I enjoy sci-fi. It's like, (laughs) I don't really do a lot of, uh, even the princess and the frog. I saw it at the theaters because it fit my daughter's age group. I liked it. I am not really a princess guy overall though. I can't tell you. The only princess E movie that I liked was, 
Beauty and the Beast, but she wasn't really a princess. She was just some girl who liked reading. So I, I was like 16 when that came out. And that I really appreciated for some reason. But every single other one, even like The Little Mermaid, I thought the movie was dumb when I saw it. You know, I saw it oh. as a teen, teen teenager. I was like, why would she want to live on land? It's ridiculous. Look how awesome it is under the sea. I was like, this is dumb. So again, I'll tell I'm your a, wife I, that. Yeah, it's my wife's favorite. See, I'm a blasphemous non-Disney kind of movie guy. Again, when I when I was a kid, we had HBO, and I do remember turning out all the lights, and Star Wars was coming on, getting the Afghan, and just getting in and watching A New Hope as it came on and just staring at that screen and thinking that was the coolest thing ever. But that wasn't Disney until recently. And I don't really enjoy the new Disney Star Wars stuff. I don't have the same feel for it as that. So again, extremely long explanation, but I love theme parks. I don't really care about most of their movies for the most part. So what is that Animal Kingdom that still makes me like going and enjoying it? And I can tell you, Joe Rohde did not do a lot of IP there. So it might be a better one than we think because he, he wanted to go original. I don't think we're ever going to see that again based on Disney's current management. I don't think you, you're going to see anything without movie tie-ins mm -hmm. where it's a sure thing, you know, no more. We have a great idea. Let's try it. It's like that. Short thing. So. Anyway. I think I think that's the thing, though. Um, Joe Rohde has said what fits at Animal Kingdom, right? Yeah. And so, like, what we're looking at right now within the Tree of Life or under the Tree of Life is this stuff to be a bug. And he did that IP. It was an IP, a Disney IP. And also we have, um, you know, Lion King stuff. We have Dinosaur, which actually is an IP. Most people don't even know that, but that was a movie. But the did it fit? Does it fit? And I think Joe Rohde will not put something in or didn't want to put something in that didn't fit. Most people really, let's face it, Bugs Life was popular at the time, but it didn't really stand up, yeah, right? It was never a big... It wasn't huge. And Lion King was, but it just made sense with the animals and everything. Dinosaur, does anyone gonna, even know that's an IP? But my me? daughter, it was one of her favorite movies, but I don't think I ever saw it. She used to watch it with her grandfather all the time, and yeah. she would watch it over and over again. And I really don't know much about it. And I was going to say, side note, I never saw The Lion King either. I saw yeah. parts of it, and I was like, eh cartoon tigers i don't know i don't care i again I, I i heard the music and this and that but yeah. well didn't, didn't, didn't move me enough to make me actually want to watch it so weird at animal kingdom uh what do you think john what's uh, should we just walk in yes in our minds and um, I guess the first thing that you're going to notice once you get past, I mean, it feels like a zoo up front, which isn't necessarily weird, but mm -hmm. you know, it's got, it a is for a theme, theme park. Actually, well, it's kind of weird for a theme park. It is. So, but I, I was going to say the first thing that I think of that sticks in your head is what's on the screen right now is the tree That's, of life. So yeah. as you come out, you see it, there's no IP on here at all. And 
you're not going to see a carving like this anywhere except at Disney. Like this, the entire tree is unique to Disney World. It's like where else are you going to see that? So to me, the Tree of Life is something that would kind of stick in your head. You know, something、mm-hmm. that you'd remember from your trip. Of you know, if you only went to Disney once, you'd probably think back and go, "Remember that tree that had all the animals carved all around it?" It's like just. That's an awful lot of work, and I appreciate that work. Like the amount of people and time it took to carve that out, it's just amazing. And and yeah, I, I want to emphasize that we're probably not going to cover too much in Pandora because that's all IP, and it's based on IP from James Cameron, right? So yeah, it's it's kind of like I mean we can talk about that, but it's kind of like、uh, you know. Based on a movie, and it's it's not. There's a lot of movie theme parks in the world. Let's face yeah, it. Yeah,、so, I have to、know. say though that Flight of Passage is memorable, though. It is, and yeah, the reason that it's still memorable is even if you never saw that movie, which I'm pretty sure my mom never saw that movie. Like she just wouldn't. Like she doesn't、mm-hmm. care. She thought that ride was fantastic and was blown away. But to her, she's just riding a dragon thing. It's like、yeah. it's it, there's it's nothing to do with the IP to her. So for for me, I feel like that ride is successful in spite of the movie, not because of it. Like if they put that up and those mo- movies didn't exist, I think they'd the the land would have the same popularity, you know, one、mm-hmm. way or the other. They、yeah. could call them giant Smurfs, and it would still be all right. <laughs> That's my thought, at least. Yeah, I I would agree. I would also say, I mean, if bordering on somewhat strange, something you didn't see too much in the movie is the bioluminescent. I guess you did see it in the movie, but I mean, the bioluminescent stuff on the ground back there is pretty cool. I, I mean, that that's definitely something a little strange. Yeah, and luckily they've been keeping up with that too. They repaint、yeah. it. And- Whenever、that's、they、nice. need to, so that's a good thing.、Um, so. It's something that I wanted to mention is、uh, the shops. You know, the shops at Animal Kingdom are a little strange for theme parks. You know, and very much something you would see at Disney. The way they're themed and and stuff like that. I think、um, as far as themed shops, Universal has certainly caught up to Disney now. But honestly. Animal Kingdom was one of the first places I ever went to that had that kind of theming in the shops. I think we've discussed that before. That we we both really appreciate the Animal Kingdom、uh, shops and the theming in there. So oh yeah, yeah, that's definitely memorable too. Like the、yeah. the carvings and paintings and all that, and that that basically goes throughout Discovery Island. Basically, that's、yeah. where you'll find all of the unique. Every shop, every bathroom, every quick service restaurant is themed with the same kind of colors, and they, like like、um, we we used to eat at Pizza Fari, and I always remembered each room would have its theme. The one room was bug themed, all different kinds of bugs, bugs pictures, bugs in the table, bugs in made into the chairs, and you know each one had its own theme and. They closed some of that down to make that restaurant that used to have so much space in there, and I'd always go all the way in the back where they had like the 
mammals. They had like Arctic foxes and all this cool stuff. And again, the tables matched the walls, matched the uh, seats, and they were all carvings with similar color schemes. And like I said, even the bathrooms are like that on Discovery Island. The bathroom at Pizza Fari is just beautiful. The tiles and it, it's it's very nice. So. But I, I think we could take that as same as the stores. You can say Discovery Island animal theming, painting, and artwork is very strange. And at least it's stuck in my head. I still, I find when my wife is looking at uh, backpacks, I find myself just looking at the carvings and the, the, I'm looking up at, you know, the carved lamps and uh, the one store is themed on like beavers and like the, the light above is all like beaver logs all done and it's like they they just have such weird elaborate designs you know it's uh again i have a feeling joe Rody left because disney's not interested in original anymore and he's he's an old guy too so he's probably like i, I don't want to i it's just not fun to just mimic cartoons and that's it you know yeah he thinks about things like design aesthetics and how things well, blend in and, yeah he thinks know. he thinks so much about it that thank goodness it was his job because anybody else he'd say what's wrong with this guy yeah so and speaking of that i i, I know it's not exactly going to it but expedition everest is another thing that's very memorable and I think they said he sent people to what Tibet or yeah uh, he to, he went there himself too but yeah, uh, yeah all he, the, de the design team the props everything it's like authentic it's like yes they brought the stuff back they made it really feel like that part of the world and again I'd be curious to know does Disney do that anymore I don't think they do because most of the theming they're doing is based on fictional places so they don't need to go anywhere they already know what it is like they don't they're you know they're not going to um i don't whatever stuff marvel or star wars it's like they're they're making that up so it's not but anyway this is just amazing and again if you don't necessarily love disney movies and stuff a reluctant husband or boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever this could be you know, there's a lot to do at Animal Kingdom that isn't going to make them uh, over, uh, uh, I don't know how to say it, uh, overdone. Oversaturated, with uh, overly saturated with Disney IP. When I first went there in 98, I was so glad to be off property. I'm like, not another Mickey Mouse gift shop. I, I just didn't want to, I wanted to get away from it. I had enough after being there all day. And as I got used to it, I started to love it. And I, I'd go there for a week at a time and not get bored at all. But at first it was too much, you know, until they pulled me in. I needed, I needed stuff like this to say, all right, I, I like the balance. You know, you can have your Disney stuff and your fun princess rides and whatever, but also there's this, you know, so it was, uh, it's a, it's a balance, I think. Yep, I agree. And that's a really good example of a ride. Not only the ride, but the queue itself. Oh, yeah. 
the gift shop afterwards, just everything involved around that attraction, the skyline that it gives you, you know, it, it, it kind of gives you, um, you know, that, uh, that icon in the park besides the tree itself, you know, the tree of life. So yeah, I can't tell you for the longest time, I thought that bird was real too. As you first take off, there's a little call, call as you, yeah. as you're just going, it probably took me a, a bunch of rides to realize that's just a sound effect. There's no, there's no bird there making the same sound all the time. But it again, is amazing that level of detail was thought out in well, this particular attraction. For your average guest, they probably did assume like, why would you think otherwise? It's it's real, you know. If you go there once every few years, it's real. It's and and how so many theme park uh, fans or Americans in general, or even people that would go from other places in the world to Disney World, get to go to Tibet and get to go to that, you know, those mountains and and okay. uh, experience any of the things that you, you know, are, are themed on this ride. It's just... That's uh, a big reason that I appreciate it so much, too, because... Yeah. I'd like to say, well, don't worry, someday I'm going to go here and there. Let me just tell you from an old guy's point of view, you're probably not. Some of you will, like if you're younger, you might. But again, probably not. It's you not know? likely. Like I'm, yeah, it's a lot of money, a lot of planning, a lot of everything. It's not easy to do. So again, I always appreciated Disney a lot to make authentic things like this where they, the theming is that good. I just really appreciate it. And uh, I don't think I, I, I randomly went through and grabbed some pictures, but one of the uh, places that I didn't get any pictures I can see now too. Well, let's just go through it. I guess Dino Land would be next. Well, before we go think? to Dino Land, I was going to say... Um... Before we ever do that, let's go through Asia first, because I think in Asia, there's something particular that you're particularly fond of, and that is the story. Isn't there a story that they paint on the walls or something like that? Oh, yeah, and the, and the, the Maharaja Jungle Trek. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have a they have a story of a prince that's painted on the walls, and the prince was hunting tigers and eventually the tigers ended up getting him and this and that. it's 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 in the tiger thing but very interesting if you ever um a cast the cast members who stand around and things like that they're very good people to talk to and again that kind of stuck in my head a lot too i didn't do a lot of prep for this thing so you're not going to see all the appropriate pictures i literally just scrolled through and grabbed a few animal kingdoms so our screen would have something but i uh definitely agree with that one that's uh that's part of asia the, the maharaja yeah. and i don't know if there uh, there's not as many as there used to be but those giant tree foxes those big bats were there too those fruit bats mm -hmm. that's something that i never forgot too when i went in there were bats that were the size of small dogs hanging upside down and there's nothing between you and them there's open windows that you can just like look at them and it's like i remember that it, I, do they even still have them there i think they're they are still there but the last couple of times i looked for them you see like two or three in there you're like oh yeah there's one years ago they were at their whole thing was filled with them it was just 
unreal. Like you'd go in there like, wow, I don't, this is just crazy, you know? And again, seeing a flying fox, they call him that close up was really amazing. So that was another. Interesting. All right. Um, we can, we could go to Dino land now and, uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you what do you think about Dino Land? It's so I, my my take on Dino Land would be what I really like. It is strange because it's almost like a theme park in a theme park, not really a theme park, but a carnival. So I, I the original concept I really dug. They're they they're really in the midst of scaling it back. I think right now. I think they're eventually going to do away with it. But how often? Can you go to a theme park and see a carnival within a theme park? I mean, there's like um, the, uh, you know, the booths there where you can win prizes and play games and stuff like that. It kind of has a retro like 50s feel to it in there. There's nothing yeah. exciting at this point as far as a ride goes, but there is like a dig site that your kids can go dig around in the uh, sand. And I always remembered. I, for me, the only thing in Dinoland that really stuck out to me, and again, it was the IP ride, yeah. but to me, it wasn't an IP. It was, you're going in, they tell you about, they, they, they came up with a way to do time travel and you're going to travel back in time. And for me, I took it exactly as what they were telling me. And yeah. when it was first done, the lighting was perfect. Like, you know, back in the beginning, the lighting was perfect. The animatronics worked great. The effects of the dinosaur chasing you worked. And I remember getting off that, like, you know, when the park was only a couple years old, probably mm. thinking that really felt like I was just time traveled and I'm, I was chased by dinosaurs. It was that good. It, kind of hasn't been kept up that well but to me that beginning scene of of you know the dinosaur the styracosaurus and then the other dinosaur eating the other one and that stuck in my head when i would go back and not because of ip just because i got to time travel and see dinosaurs you know so to me that was really cool and again it, it feels like a ride now but back then I don't know if it was my inexperience, but I have a feeling the ride, when it was working exactly how it's supposed to, it was it was very impressive. So, mm -hmm. so well, at the time me, when that ride came out, it was you know that, and it's the same on the West Coast with the Indiana Jones ride. But I mean, that ride system was really advanced at that time, right? I mean, and and all the animatronics and everything in there. Yeah, I mean it. It, it makes sense what you're saying. Yeah. So, all right. So we got Dino Land. We got Discovery Island. We got Asia. I guess Africa would be a good one next. And again, I don't know about you. And th th this is where I was saying, I don't have any pictures because I just went back and skimmed to my last couple of, uh, trips there and africa was so busy the last couple times i was there i kind of just waded through it like my like but i usually do love the safari and i have mm -hmm. to say to me africa as a whole the 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 theming the harambe market um 
the I, I, is it the Harambe Jungle Trek too? Um, the safari, the shops, everything is so well done that I feel like the entire Africa section is weird and memorable. I I still remember Wilson Matoa telling me, uh, you know, they're called Tommies here and laughing and stuff. It's like that really stuck with me. And they toned that down a bit, but I it, I thought that was extremely memorable to feel like you're riding in a real safari. Yeah, I would agree with that. And actually, uh, if you uh, I, I just put up a video not too long ago, the Tam Tam drummers or Tom yeah. Tom drummers, whatever you call them, uh, Harambe, um, you know dancing and doing their drums and all that stuff i mean that that's that's a really cool thing you're not going to see that at theme parks too often. no and again i have never gone to africa i may never go to africa but man that's awesome and mm-hmm. i feel like it's right along the lines of the animal kingdom lodge such yeah. a cool place yeah. so again i don't think they're going to do anything like either of those ever again or at least not in our lifetimes so it's sad but it really makes me appreciate it and honestly this is having a lot more than i thought it would i thought since this is such a new park it's not going to have enough of that disney weirdness that would draw in non you know cartoon disney princess people but man Pretty much the whole park is... Uh, That's what I was going like... to say. If you think about it, the entire park, as long as they don't... I, As long as they don't turn, like, uh, Dinosaur Land into, you know, some IP-driven, totally over-the-top land like they're talking, then, you know, I mean, it, I guess it would be all right in some regards as an IP land, depending on what they yeah. did. You know, I mean, in, in some regards... Um, but you know their history of doing such things ha- hasn't always turned out so well. So I don't know. For me, the originality of it. Um, for I, many I like years, it. Yeah. yeah. For many years, my daughter would even say like her favorite park is Animal Kingdom. And again, um, it probably turned into Epcot because she's old enough to drink now. So, but yeah that's a whole nother story yeah that's a, that's for a different podcast <laughs> but yeah she she uh, loved animal kingdom growing up it was always her favorite just just the feel of it the feel the vibe the, the even the food like i think the food there is great the flame tree barbecue that seating yeah. area my goodness that is such a unique yeah, seating area in the back there i used to love pizza far even though the pizza was junk but just because such a cool spot to cool down and the cool theming inside and burgersaurus burgersaurus isn't that what it's called well donald's restaurantosaurus restaurantosaurus that's right i used to we used to eat there every trip and again we loved that it had the donald breakfast but it was all dinosaur themed and inside there man amazing the stuff they put in there my my wife did a tour when she worked at disney and you know, they explained all the props and this and that. And I think they said the uh, the RV that's built into the wall was owned by an Imagineer. And oh. he donated it for free. And all he said was, when I come here, 
which isn't a lot but when i do i want that table no matter what mm. like yeah no problem so they said when he when he comes there with his family he gets to sit in his old rv which they made part like a table booth area and like that's back when disney themed stuff even that you can't see like up in the rafters there there were places up in that store that are up and above that can the theming continues where guests can never see it but it's still there you know like i feel like you can almost feel that before and i feel like they're not doing that now and again i'll say like with galaxy's edge that stuff looks painted on like those wires like you can see it a mile away it's like they just painted lines and pretended that it's circuitry or something you know what i mean like it doesn't have that same feel where animal kingdom they went all out yet and I appreciate it and can feel it, and maybe the average guest can't, but I guess I'm uh, I'm one of the weird guests that can. Well, I I was gonna say um, uh, a lot of the restaurants there in general have that kind of theming, have the you know the uh, like different themes that have to do with the land. Like if you look up to the ceiling and. And the uh, restaurant in in Africa, not the market, but the the sit down restaurant. It's the buffet over there. Yeah. Um, if you go over there and you happen to do that character breakfast, you look up and they have uh, like fabric like uh, in the ceiling, like you would see in an African restaurant. You know, um, and and it's just really authentic. You would think to what you might see over there in certain areas and i think that that design aesthetic that detail is just it's weird you don't see that level of detail this entire park that's what i'm basically saying is the entire park from start to finish um short of say a lot maybe some of the things that they've done the last few years is weird but what really gets me is they had the perfect weird like show out there on the lake right just recently oh yeah and it was weird (laughs) kite tales was completely weird like it would have been part of this podcast is something that i definitely would have pointed to as a centerpiece of weirdness to the park that they just did away with i can uh, even i can even say that you know again i'm not saying ips are all bad and stuff because the lion king show too i never really i'd never even seen the whole lion king but when i first saw the lion king show when it was in uh mickey and minnie's camp Minnie mickey it was supposed to be a temporary show mm-hmm. and people liked it so much that they kept it and again disney tends to do that like when they think something's going to be a grand slam they're like we're going to make it in all three different parks at one time we know it's going to be great it's like that never quite works out like they think but this they were like it's just temporary because nothing's there and it turns out it was great and again it has such it had such a a broadway feel to it you know Mm -hmm. like those stilt walkers the costuming the puppetry I never saw The Lion King, but I knew enough about it that I loved it. And again, they they improvised. They had the the, the four different hosts. They had the villains part. The the uh, Polynesian guy would come in with the fire, and I'm sure they still do all this stuff. But they had the 
the uh, tumble monkeys doing acrobatics and i'm like regardless of lion king or not that had enough to it that i would watch the whole thing and be like wow that was impressive i mean i haven't seen it in years now but to me they pared the show down it's not quite as good as it used to be and whatever i'll see it again but when i first saw it i was i was impressed so yeah, even that too. i could say was a a memory of mine leaving going wow remember that show we saw that was so good you know like for a disney park how could it be so good and... yeah um so i i basically have two more things and one of those two more things is an honorable mention um it's not really something within the park it's actually without the outside the park and requires a little bit of explaining and that is the um, dragon at the entrance to the park. You know mm -hmm. where I'm talking about? Yep. And it was supposed to represent a different part of the theme park that was going to be based on animals of myth and fantasy. And, um, you know, Joe Rody had, and, and the Imagineers had everything planned and ready to go. And they cut the budget and laid off some of those Imagineers. And they ended up over at Universal Creative so you can see some of their concepts as you uh, that they were apparently going to launch as you um, go into islands of adventure at universal but with that said that's what that dragon is supposed to represent is um beastly kingdom the beastly kingdom section of uh of what was going to be in the animal kingdom um so again that's my honorable mention my last thing john is something that uh actually i want you to speak on because you have experienced this many times and and have got a lot of uh attention on social media from it and that is divine divine is about the weirdest dang thing that you can see in all of disney world in my opinion and um i you know what are your thoughts on divine because you you've probably got some of the best social media uh coverage of divine out there uh, yeah i got millions of views on TikTok from that but but yeah she was very she is very very unique and she used to come out in different parts of it too but yeah that's a good point that she would just randomly appear now, now she's only ever on Discovery Island near the entrance on the right-hand side, but we've already seen her back on the path between Africa and Asia, just oh, wow. walking out. And okay. um, We actually, many years ago, we actually saw a divine fall from the stilts back there. Oh. It was pretty awful. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, that's probably why they don't go back there anymore. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> they dramatic. need a nice, solid place, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, she's extremely unique. And again, based on nothing, it's just nature. And Beastly Kingdom too would have been the most unique place there because it was just it would have been based on fairy tale monsters and myths mm -hmm. and dragons, and that would have been pretty awesome. But. You know, unfortunately we we didn't get it yeah budget cuts and i almost feel like maybe dino land experienced a few budget cuts because it just feels at times like an incomplete land particularly now but yeah now it really is um 
Do you have anything else, John? Because that was pretty much it. Well, me. we already basically said the whole park. So yeah. Oops. <laughs> I thought I thought this one wasn't going to have much, but uh, yeah. Yeah. The whole park yeah. is very unique, and that's probably why it was among our favorite. When we would vacation here, it, it was among our favorite parks, you know. And that's probably why, because again, I'm not really. Uh, a huge fan of all the IP stuff. So there's so much for me that, and I love animals too. So I, I also love zoos, animals. So that's right up my alley. I love plants. So it's like, it's, it's a great place for me. So I, I will say um, my family and I grew up on Disney IP. My mother was a, you know, grew up in the baby boomer generation, which were nuts for Mickey Mouse and, and all the Disney uh, IP. So she loved coming to Disney and seeing Mickey Mouse everywhere and seeing Cinderella and Peter Pan and all that IP stuff. And again, it kind of got force fed to me when I was a kid um, because it's what we watched. But uh, as far as Animal Kingdom goes, I even my family like my kids they love the ip and stuff but when animal kingdom would come in it always seemed to rain there and it was always so stinking hot so my family did not appreciate animal kingdom as much as i would have liked i did and i loved it for the same reasons that you did john in that it is it is strange it is different the the design aesthetics all the things that you can see in there um I love the music too. Yeah, the music's the music so great. Awesome everywhere. It's just... It it just takes you to a world within your own world, a micro uh, environment of what is in our world, outside of you know where we live, and and exposes us to different cultures and and different places throughout the world. That that's what I've always loved about it. Um, I I don't. I don't know that my family is appreciated as much because they're more into the kind of popular stuff. But for me, I, I'm with you. I, I've always loved Animal Kingdom. And um, I, for one, look forward to going every time we go there. So, All right, John, uh, how did your social media go for me? Well, my Universal is going down and my disney's going up and i don't mean follower count i just mean reach of posts and stuff so mm -hmm. i'm up to 116,000 followers on universal which is pretty awesome but the entire last bonus period nothing took off and this is one where i had millions in each bonus set there'd always be something half million one million two million well they're still getting likes from my two bonuses ago but the new stuff not as much so um even this this used to be a guaranteed million i can't even hit ten thousand views on it um yeah say so i got thirty thousand fifty thousand fifty is about as much as i'm getting lately like that's like top of the line and again i'm seeing a definite pattern here where my reach is going down on universal it's going up on disney so it's like they just can't let you have consistency so um with disney i i i i'm and if i'm sure you remember it used to be the opposite look i have 181,000 views on that 
I couldn't break 50 before on Disney, but I could break it easily on Universal. I got 80,000 on um, the Pandora ride. Um, but again, Disney is still, uh, the older videos are still doing well. Like this is one from last time, 185,000. It just keeps going. So Instagram is playing that game where after the bonus is done for those videos, they just keep going up. And again, they're always manipulating stuff and playing games. So um, in the end, I'm doing well. 114,000 on Disney, 116 on Universal. Um, my TikTok, 79,100. I haven't even posted here in a couple of days and I should because I've been getting consistently at least <clears throat> in the thousands, you know, 21,000, mm -hmm. 3,000, 7,000, 17,000, 2,000, 4,000, 71,000. It's like, why the heck did I stop posting on here a couple of days ago? I'm doing good, but. Some, maybe, maybe you, it's good to let it marinate a little bit and then come back. Yeah. You know? But anyway, it's doing good. But again, I don't make any money doing TikTok. I shouldn't say any. Um, I, I, I'm sure I made like 14 cents today or something. So. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Even, even a video that gets millions of views or one or two million, I should say, they might get you like 10 bucks. It's, it's something. Yeah. It's, for me, that ain't easy to do this. So it's not like uh, I'm going to quit, quit my job and do TikTok. So, but it's doing all right. Um, so uh, again, I always tell people, thank goodness I have two accounts. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I'd be as my universal went from six million in thir thirty days reach down to like three million. I'd be like, I might as well just quit. It's just it's gone. But then as that happens, I go from one point eight to like two point six or something like that on my Disney. So I'm like, all right, well I'm climbing on one crashing on the other and before it was the opposite so thank goodness i have two and uh, i did want to mention too somebody from meta i clicked the button twice and it said um would you like to talk to a like basically have your own contact at meta have like a person there to talk to uh, uh, like they they wanted to wow. schedule a phone call and I did it twice. I said, yes, I put in my phone number, my email, and they said they will contact me to set up the initial call. And I kept crossing my fingers, but nobody's ever called yet. Of course not. So they're very they, notoriously difficult to get a hold of. For well, I know that that's why when they said, would you like to have your own contact service rep or whatever i was like heck yeah i would i'm surprised they would offer it to me but i guess because i've been i've had so many posts with millions of views mm -hmm. that i might be considered a real instagram it, it could be as as somebody that poured a lot into facebook as a business thing and somebody who ran basically i ran my business um the the online segment of the business through facebook I can tell you that their contact system and trying to get a hold of people at that company is horrible. 
and they are terrible to deal with absolutely terrible and i honestly they give you all kinds of services and all kinds of things and they make it next to impossible to integrate with any other systems and they they make it just complicated as all get out and so it is very difficult to operate their systems it's very difficult specifically to get support help from them so well, I was going to say, I, I already know, I don't even try to contact them, but in this case, what they're trying to do is keep their creators that actually create a lot of, uh, get them a lot of views, make them happy enough that they don't just go to TikTok or YouTube and abandon uh, the meta stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So they're doing a little bit of uh, last minute, trying to be nice to the people who actually do the creating of videos and especially because YouTube's been pushing it more and all that. So it's, um, and even, I don't think Twitter's doing anything, but they're monetizing some bigger people at least. Like if you've got like a million, whatever they call them on Twitter, I heard you get money from that. Now you share in ads or something for normal people like me, I would never get anything from that, but you know, the competition's starting to go up a little bit. And uh, so Meta needs to do something because, again, they they uh, don't care about business owners and stuff, but they do need to keep the people who get millions of views and their stuff, keep them making their videos to keep people staring at it, you know, so right they might but again you're right they still didn't contact me either so could just be the same but i'm hoping just be lip service (laughs) you know well they didn't need to do it it just popped up i'm like i I didn't ask for it but anyway we'll see if that does happen I'll, i'll definitely let you know yeah yeah very cool all right john where can they find you online can find me at c.wdw on instagram and tiktok and facebook and cwdw on youtube and c.uo on instagram and tiktok all right you can find me at the giant rat t-h-e giant rat on instagram on tiktok and on youtube and that should do it for this one we will see you on the next one <laughs>